following episode of We Making It is part of a mini-series highlighting the body business stories of dance artist professionals who are creative partners in the Sydney L. Mosley Dancers Collective. SLM Dancers is a New York City-based dance theater collective that works in communities to organize for gender and racial justice through experimental dance performance. This fall, SLM Dancers is fundraising yes fundraising to build our collective power and continue to make this work possible hashtag we making it in these body business stories we speak candidly about our budget and bank accounts while sustaining a commitment to impacting our communities with our gifts as artists please visit slm dances website to learn more about how you can play a part in reaching our fundraising goal of ten thousand by december 31st 2019 again that's S-L-M-D-A-N-C-E-S dot com. You want to know what else you can do? Well, let me tell you. Share this episode using the hashtag SLMDBodyBiz, that's biz with a Z, 10K, and help us share our body business stories with your community. Now, let's get back to the show. another episode of we making it oh this is a weekly conversation with new york artists about what they are making and how are they drinking water in the process because we can't be out here looking thirsty as always if you want to be a part of this conversation feel free to email me email me i'm also partial to dms at katie smiles.nyc that's katie why because it's my name smiles because my smile is uh, too cute and dot nyc because that's where we at i hope you enjoyed the break and let's get right into it so what happened last night what did happen last night oh my god shout out to emily she made this a bomb curry and then she made y'all she made this pasta without pasta sauce honey she made with some crushed tomatoes baby honey with the asiago romano mix from trader joe's on top honey and she talking about baking it tonight shout out to you what am i reading i finally finished afia adakora i hope i'm saying your name last your last name right conjure women people this book is so good if anybody knows her i'm gonna try to get on the podcast that's all i have to say about that so without further ado i have a special announcement so i recently started dancing with sydney mosley dancing shout out to sydney and the whole crew and in partnership with slm dances we I, we, are going to have a eight-part series around money, cha-ching, moolah, money, 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 specifically how people are affording to dance in New York City. I think this is a conversation that I've had a lot in in private spaces, and so I'm super excited to put it uh, in a public space with public accessibility, uh, and I hope that 
something in these series is uh, encouraging um, and also just like starts conversation in your home and in your community around like how we really making this happen. I mean, the podcast is not called We Making It For No Reason. So to kick things off, special guest, can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Jessica Lee. Jessica is in the building. <laughs> so usually, Jessica, I would say, like, what are you making? But <laughs> in this case, I'm curious about how are you dancing in New York City, financially speaking? What systems do you have in place to afford all of the things we do? Mm-hmm. What a big an important question. Yes, yes. But small at the same time because honey, how you pay it's for every rent? day? Rent is due yep. on the first, honey. Are you paying it on the third? That's all. Exactly. Really. Exactly. Uh, where do we start? Uh, <laughs> we could start with college. I'm open. Sure. Um, a little bit. Of, we can even do a little bit of background in terms yeah. of like where you're coming from in terms of familial support. Of course. Let me know. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, we can start in the beginning because I've been dancing since I was three or little okay <laughs> my okay. um for many of my dance years my, all of my classes were paid by my parents right right so props to them thank you and Shout out thank to you them. very much much gratitude <laughs> um all my dance training um was paid by them all the uh summer intensives mm-hmm. or the shoes or the dance uniform etc Right. Um, and then I went to college. Right. And uh, let's see, we split it. So my parents are still paying for my tuition. Wow. And I still have a lot of student loan debt. Okay, cool. Um, and I mean, we can go right into it right away. I am over $30,000 in debt for my student loan. Okay. Just to clarify, you went to school for... I went to school, it was a liberal arts college, Mm -hmm. so I got a BA, Mm -hmm. um, bachelor's in dance and environmental studies. Okay, cool. Um, And I feel like I got a general education that did, if we go more into the details of um, the resources I have to be a dancer here in New York City. Right. Uh, I definitely learned a lot of skills there okay. that I apply now today. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really grateful for that experience. Of course. I also am grappling with like, how do you now pay for the thing you already right, did? Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and when I went into college, I was like, yeah, of course I can take out loans. That's no problem. I'll have a job. I didn't know I was going to be a professional dancer and artist, but I was like, yeah, sure. The future's great. Yes. <laughs> Which, it, yeah, yeah it, it, it is. is. Of course it is. And I don't regret that. It's just right. like the reality is not right as clear or it's much clearer now than right before before it was just like oh sure that's fine of course of (laughs) course and so and so just to clarify Mm -hmm. that means uh, on top of rent groceries mta uh, you have an extra bill for student loans correct and that's a little more complicated because i actually have a pay as 
you earn or yes, like in paper income yeah mm -hmm. income based repayment plan mm -hmm. so technically m one of my loans is a bill of zero dollars right because you don't make enough exactly right, right, right. I don't make enough for them to be like yeah you have to owe three hundred dollars a month but I still have interest right and that is definitely adding up right. so I still do owe money of course and that large sum is not going away right um so figuring out what that looks like and how to um, still pay for the loan. Right. So then, yeah, the great segue. How are you paying for all of these bills? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, so I am a dancer. Right. Um, and I'm just starting to earn some income okay. as being a part of SLM Dances. Right. Um, in that way. Um, but my main source of income is teaching dance. Okay. Uh, I teach dance to little kids. Yes. Which is wonderful. Yes. Um, and I do a lot of arts administration. Okay. Um, and so that is how I pay my rent and how I pay my bills. Okay, cool. So I want to, I want to go in a little bit more detail. I want to break it down sure. just in terms of numbers. So on average, how much do you spend a month on your necessities? So we're talking the stuff that you can't live without, like the food. I mean, I know food can be tricky, but whatever you, I won't even give you an itemized list. <laughs> How much do you spend on what you deem necessities per month? Ooh, that's a great question. I wish I knew off the top of my head. I'd have sure. To look yeah. In my notes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we down. got some fingers in here. Uh, um, I f oh. So rent I is how much? Did it recently? Rent is um eight hundred dollars, including Wi-Fi. Eight hundred, including Wi-Fi. Um, I did just recently do the, this accounting, but I don't know where I wrote it down. Sure, I can try um, to give you all of the things yeah, that are in my mint. App. That'd be great. So rent is eight hundred <laughs> plus you eight hundred plus Wi-Fi, and then you mm -hmm. have utilities, which is no utilities. So eight hundred, including utilities and Wi-Fi. Great. And then you pay for that completely by yourself. Yep. And then MTA. Great. $127 a month for an unlimited card. So we're looking at $927 so far. Make mm -hmm. sure, guys, math is not my strong suit. So like, if I mess this up, oh. we're going to start rounding. <laughs> we're going to be a mess. We're just going to start rounding. Okay, so food, approximately. Right. Oh, I, I budget myself $200 a month. So we would be looking at 1027 yeah. just about. Okay. And then what's another necessity? Uh, a cell phone bill. Yeah. My dad pays for my cell phone bill. Great. I'm so on a family plan. Yes, that I helps. too am on a family plan, but my mom recently said I got to pay my $40 <laughs> on time. Right, right. A cell phone bill. What else is a necessity? Okay, so you so let's just keep it there. We got a thousand twenty seven. There's definitely more. But. Let's add we'll say fifty dollars for an emergency. Mm-hmm. 
do we want to have an entertainment fund? Do you have a Hulu, yeah. a Spotify, a Netflix? Yeah, there's definitely a Netflix and a Spotify. I share with my family. Okay, so, so is that five dollars? Throw that in there. What is that for you? Because I forget um, what Spotify is. Let's say it's ten. Ten for each. Yeah. So we looking no, at no ten total. Okay, and so then we looking at a thousand plus twenty seven plus five a thousand thirty two. Sure. Great. Now let's break. So that's that's like, let's just go ahead and round it to eleven hundred. Yeah, because I feel like that's seventy five. You no, know, no, no. maybe you had to yeah. buy an umbrella. Maybe you had exactly. to go to McDonald's get some fries because honey, you was <laughs> out here making these jobs and you get hungry working these jobs. Great. Yeah. So we'll say average eleven hundred dollars is what you need. Mm-hmm. Break it down for me in terms of source of income. You already said that your dad pays your cell phone bill, so that's brings us down to a thousand sixty a thousand sixty where did other thousand sixty coming from in terms of payment per job mm-hmm wow we're really breaking it down mm-hmm. all right so um I everything's shifting this fall but um, I would say a little over half is from teaching. Okay. Um, and then the most of the other half is from the administrative work that I do. Okay. Through Purpose Productions, which is shout out to Nia. A great. Hey. hey. <laughs> shout out to the over super Christine. squad. Yes, yeah, super yeah. squad. Um, and then uh, anything else is from dancing and some babysitting and so if we could do this in percentages you said that half is coming from teaching so that's 50 percent, and then we'll say what 30 percent is coming from admin um i would say closer to 40 okay so if you got 40 and 50 is 90 so 10 percent is coming from performance yeah okay so I want to backtrack it and I want to move forward. <laughs> given that you, uh, given that you owe thirty something close to thirty grand for this education, right? And forty percent, ah, ten percent of your income comes for for performance. What's that conversation in your head like today? Hmm. Um, well, I know I'm not going to pay it all anytime soon. Sure. <laughs> um, it's about, I think, okay, the conversation in my head recently has mm-hmm. been how can I, um, streamline what I do, mm-hmm. um, so I can start to be more, specialized in what I do and that I can make more money from what I do okay um whereas when I first started off in the New York City I feel like I was running around every day in a different place every day yeah and not necessarily getting um like more advanced in what I was doing right it was just spreading myself thin in everything right so putting a lot of peanut butter on a lot of different slices exactly and so um in the past couple of years, I feel like I've been able to consolidate 
putting it's some peanut one. butter on fewer slices, maybe adding some jam yep. to actually make sandwiches so that you can have a meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know exactly how to to reach the like 30,000, you of know, course. like who knows. Right. Um, but that a little bit at a time will help. Sure. So um, I feel like I'm at a place where I love all the things that I'm doing. Amazing. And I can do them well. Right. And um, and so how can I continue to um, advance myself within those? Sure. Um, and uh, for instance, like get some teaching gigs that use the skills I've been building right. over the past five years right. that may pe- te- uh pay a little bit more right rather than signing up for a teaching job that requires a whole new skill set that then you then have to spend time getting to then get a new job exactly right yeah. so hmm i feel like that's a good segue there hmm. Hmm. yes i'm thinking about all of the times that i got jobs that none of the skills that I was already having, but I was just like, oh, you know, this generates a lot of money. And, oh, this is a great, this is a, I'm going to take a little side moment. We'll pause and then we'll move forward. I know so many people that are yoga certified. I know so many people that are Pilates certified. And, yes, there are some great resources out there to make those programs free. But, again, that was not a skill that I necessarily had given my education. So, mm. that's skill in some ways was costing me more rather than costing me less yeah like I was literally at the time when I signed up for a a work study Pilates program I had basically invested so much time in this program that may have made money but if you break down how Pilates instructor yoga instructor works you have to build your clientele so you almost have to have more resources to start because you're basically going to deplete your existing resources just to get to the starting point to then be able to build the resources and it's not to say that I think it's a bad idea but um that was definitely a conversation that I wish that I had in college only because, which this is going to be a great segue, there were students in my undergraduate program, shout out to Texas a I love you all so much. Um, there were students in my dance program that they could afford to do Pilates training. I think the average cost of a Pilates certification, we'll say, what is it? Matt and Reformer is going to call you, cost you at least two grand. And I'm rounding down. But, their parents could afford that and here i am thinking i'm cute about to go like well maybe i could just you know i can just take out a student loan and then that way by the time i graduate i'm have these skills and yes those two skills are the same but it's an acknowledgement it would it, I, at the time i didn't acknowledge that these people have more resources than you mm-hmm. and so it might at the time I could say to myself, it might behoove you to look at the skills that you don't have to take out a student loan for. Like what other skills can you build that you already have yeah. versus uh, depleting our already very small pot of resources to maybe. Right. Who knows what that would be. 
yeah. to maybe and then and I get it like Pilates certifications are they're, they're pretty um sustainable in the city sure but you just don't know how much of that income you're going to be able to have access to in the beginning mm-hmm. and as we all know rent is due on the first <laughs> not on the 15th and not on the 27th if right. you still waiting for the 15th to get this check <laughs> you're gonna be sol yeah so that does lead me to um my next point next question so what are some given the identities that you hold which you can disclaim or not disclaim i'm easygoing um what are some privileges mm-hmm. that you feel like you have had access to that has made certain resources more feasible or you you have more access to certain resources yeah of course well i am come from a middle class family i am white and um those are major um and yeah like some details my parents were able to pay for my dance training right they were able to pay for part of my college education that led to me being oh yeah I could be a dancer I could be an artist right (laughs) let's go to New York City right um uh they like I said they continue they live in Connecticut um so I can go home um anytime I want I have connections to family nearby um so I if I want to go home and I can have a family home-cooked meal right right that's just as much like a resource as money is you know right that support system is there right um and then in terms of access to systems um my name is Jessica Lee I am a white woman. Right. Um, there aren't that many barriers for me in the dance world here in New York City. Right. Um, I graduated from school. I got an internship working for a dance company before I graduated from school. That right. summer, I commuted to the city um, from Connecticut. Right. I was able to live at home with my family and commute in. Um, I then got an internship at Brooklyn Arts Exchange. Shout out to that. Um, yeah. And uh, for the youth education department. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned a lot about, oh, this is how we create programs for education, for dance education, for performing arts education. Right. Um, and from there, I had a foot in the door to learn mm. how to teach. And so that was my first teaching opportunity and they wanted to support me in my um, desire to be in the classroom with the kids um, and develop my teaching practices. Um, And so um, I, the identity that I have um, and where I went to school, I went right. to Middlebury College. Oh, yeah. A- All those Middlebury folk, mm-hmm. Bates, that little cute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so the white privilege I have brings uh, networks. Right. Uh, connections. Because it's a bunch of Middlebury folk in the city. Yeah. Right. Um, and and the name and- of that, Middlebury, like, oh, you went to Middlebury? You're smart. Okay, right. great. You get right. a pass. Even right. if I'm not smart today. Even if <laughs> even if I'm having a bad day, even if I um, if there's other people in the room that are smarter than me. Right. Um, 
that that name it helps a lot um and so I yeah the 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 networking uh at Middlebury I um met Paloma McGregor shout out to Paloma she's we amazing love you so much um and so through Crystal Brown who works at Middlebury um I met Paloma McGregor and uh then Paloma saw me as someone who was in both the dance and in the environmental studies world mm-hmm. and um, asked me to work with her because yeah. her artistic work is um, in that overlap. Yeah, it lives in that that in between. In between. Um, and so ever since then, my connections in New York City um, have been very directly related to Paloma. As well. um, so I uh, see that, like, yeah, the the access that I had to mm-hmm. those systems um, gave me uh, access to the people right, that are here that right, I'm working with. Right, right. And then that's that's something that I do often think about going back to your your note about training. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even remember Atlantis', Atlantis last name. But Atlantis, obviously we love you, but during uh, SLM retreat, Atlantis talk about, talked about how there's a shift between when you have to pay for your own training versus when parents had to pay for your own training. And I bring that up because I think there is this um, notion that, oh, Martha Graham started at 19 and Who Shot John started at 25 because, you know, boys often or uh, male identifying folk Mm -hmm. usually start a little later but they be out here looking cute and they don't have to start as early as all of that all of that narrative but I really want to press upon um that there is a we talk about access the training that you have entering let's just say a collegiate program is like you are limited to certain schools based Mm. on the amount of training that you had. And the amount of training that you have often is a reflection of your parents' wealth or lack thereof. Now, that's not to say that training is always going to be equated to money, but I will say in a field that is dance, the more money you pay, oftentimes the better your training is, which then leads into, like you said, certain networks, etc. I think that that's something that a lot of people don't talk enough about mm-hmm. because it's then it's just like how you get to enter the conversation. Of course. Yeah. That said, what have been some barriers mm. that you faced in creating systems of sustainability within this lifestyle? Wow. Such a great question. <laughs> um, mm, where, I don't know where to start. I mean, little things are my parents are um they they had the money to pay for my education and Mm -hmm. um um, my mom is a nursery school teacher and my dad sells printing which is a dying industry right so yes they did support me and yes i'm was stuck in the middle class and yeah um and so but now I see them struggling with their finances to a certain mm. extent. And I don't have, I'm not in a position to support them. Or like mm. in 10 years from now, I don't see myself supporting them. Right. Because of the the 
career I chose and where I am with my finances. So mm-hmm. that's just like a piece in the pot of like, oh, okay, I can't like in, I don't know how many years from now, like then buy their house, you know, and like right. <laughs> live there. <laughs> like right. I don't have those resources. Right. So that's a, a piece. Um, Which are... I'm hoping to do a series on young, uh, not young homeowners, but artists, artist homeowners Ooh. in the near future. So Ooh. just stay tuned because maybe you can't own that house, girl. We got resources, <laughs> Who girl. Knows? <laughs> we gonna call somebody. I mean, but do I want to live in Fairfield, Connecticut? I don't know. We just we'll want to make sure you, if you need access, right. you're going to have it. Right. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Barriers. Um, I feel, well, there were a few internships I had that my transportation wasn't covered by the internship I feel it's like really little but at the time I was like I am losing money right I personally paid for it my parents didn't pay for my transportation to come into the city um and I asked for it but wasn't wasn't compensated right um and so I feel like that's a whole other conversation for folks who are entering the dance world and luckily I still had a place to live and I had had a job during college so that I could pay for my transportation mm-hmm. um other barriers um I guess well hmm this is something that I really have to think about more about because I feel like if there's li- small barriers I'm able to figure it out mm-hmm. and move around it they're like but that's not to say that I, d- I don't have them. Right, right. But I, I feel totally like feel like that's they're a dancer not, thing. Yeah. Like, they are literally hurdles. But we're yeah. like, oh, you know, that's it's just fine. like a stick. Yeah. Like, you could just step over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jet and I, over it. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, I think it's a, I think it's like a boulder and we've just like figured out we've gotten so good at figuring out how to be resourceful. Yeah. It's still a boulder. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I think another piece that's holding me back is that my identity allows me um to have more access and so sure. I feel like it's sometimes harder to name the smaller things because in which you've been limited because maybe you feel like you've had so much access yeah okay um but that doesn't mean that there aren't days where like hmm (laughs) how am i going to pay for all of this (laughs) well that in like the barriers like i remember i was there was this great choreographer who i won't name but i was like oh i would love to work for them but i don't think they hire black dancers Mm. and then there's a whole and this was this was i don't know if that choreographer was hiring black dancers or not i do not know but i even started to think about like oh well like maybe they don't hire black dancers because they don't know how to light black skin or like maybe they don't hire black dancers because they don't know how to like light black skin next to white skin because if you've never done that some people can start white people can start to look like ghosts and I'm just looking like ambery smooth it's and then true. sometimes <laughs> I blend into the curtain and that person looking the white girl is looking ambery smooth yep. <laughs> but just and I think about that moment of like was that a moment of um access issue hmm. from that person or was that just in my head I don't know but that um, I offer that as a way to just kind of 
Say like again. I thought that that was like a stick. Oh, it ain't no things. You don't you don't know how to like my skin, and I really like my skin. <laughs> Conflict of interest. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, but I've learned a little bit. Like that that is a that is a larger issue at play that can be discussed in various ways. Mm-hmm. However, given that you said you wanted to talk, my last question is going to be. If, for whatever reason, all of your sources of income fell short for a month, Mm. what resources could you sustain? What resources would hold you in place taking away your 50% of teaching? Your 40% of administrative work? Yeah. Yeah. If we just broke it down to the ten percent of, but all you were making was the ten percent of performing. Mm. What systems, community, right, prayers, meditations, right, affirmations, yeah, do you have in place that would sustain you for the month? Sure. Um. Well, my first response was like I would go home and live with my family in Connecticut, right. But at the same time, I wouldn't want to lose my apartment. And, you know, so I wouldn't want to move out of my apartment forever. You know, I would want to, like, figure out how to make the money. Right, but you can't order. make it right. Right, for the month. Yeah. Just a month. Exactly. Um, yeah. That That's a really good question. <laughs> um, I would probably pick up a lot of babysitting gigs Mm -hmm. um, because that is a uh, a skill I have and Mm -hmm. a quick source of money. Um, And there are many families out there that... But we were just talking about performance, though. Like if the only jobs that you have at... like You can only find performance jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. That's so interesting because I don't think about my world in in that way. Like I I don't right, and I'm only prioritize asking, that ever. Right, so I'm only asking I'm to get you down to your smallest amount. I, let me right. be, I'm a, let me be real transparent. Okay, I want to get you down to your smallest stack of pennies. Uh huh. And that so then is, what would happen? And that's all you have access to is that small stack of pennies. I see. You cannot get another job. Right now. Right. Maybe you sprained a toe. Hmm. And a fingernail too. Right. Um, well I've been trying to save okay. money. Um, so I would dip into my savings. Come on, savings. Um, and I think that would cover me my rent and my essentials. Okay. Um and um and then I would work really hard to figure out for the next month mm. what could make up for okay. that past month to start saving again. Okay. Um, but I, f- I feel like you had mentioned before, like, like what networking com- community. Like, I feel yeah. like I am already part of a really strong networking community right. here Was in the city. Was you going to call Paloma and see, look, can I get some sweet potatoes you just want to send me some sweet. I can come get the sweet potatoes. <laughs> right. You have some popcorn. <laughs> like I have a lot of friends here, and that I 
could go and sleep on Joan's couch. And <laughs> yeah. And so I don't feel alone in that way. That's why I think Which it's hard to imagine so me getting right, to that place because right. all of those networks or all of the jobs that I'm a part of now, all of the people are people that would be like, oh, here, here's a little extra. Or right. or I'm sorry, I can't give you the check today, but I can give it to you whenever, you know? Right, and so, right. um, I, yeah, I feel well, like and that's a I'm big a part of a community that right. would carry me through. And that is what I was hoping okay. to get to. <laughs> um, I know for me personally, I did not enter New York City with that mindset. And mm. uh, I would say throughout the four and a half years of college that I spent, I was a very isolated person. Mm. And what I am learning because of how the dance field is set up in New York City, community is oftentimes how we are generating income, be it giving Tuesday to the sweet potatoes your friend grew on such and such garden and then such and such picked it up, such and such worked that shift at the park club cool co-op, you know, you use my discount, I give me your discount. Mm -hmm. All of these little things start to add up to these big things mm -hmm. um, in a field where oftentimes your practice is only paying a part of your income and right. for some people maybe it's 75 and for other people it may be five but it is I think that's the whole purpose of this conversation I hope that people get a chance to see like what resources do they have access to that aren't solely coming from them mm -hmm. I definitely know I used to like clown people who would like call their parents when things went bad because at the time and also now which I'm learning I couldn't call my mama and be like, oh, I ain't got it. She would be like, oh, I guess you coming home, damn player, because, like, I ain't got it neither. <laughs> exactly. But, like, this is where your chosen families come in. These are these mm -hmm. relationships that you've spent time building, traveling from the Bronx to East New York when you live in Harlem. Right. This is what we're doing. And so I hope, like I said, that – you take stock of the relationships that you have. Um, you take stock of the privileges that you have. Mm -hmm. But Ruby, I think it's if you can acknowledge your privileges, honey, I think you can acknowledge your barriers too because they work in tandem with each other. I don't think that they are in isolation. Mm -hmm. So, Jessica Lee, baby, where can they find you <laughs> if they want to follow you, <laughs> see you? Oh. Um, Give us a plug. Wow. I have a private Instagram account, so you really got to know me first before you can actually see my stuff. Okay. okay. But um, my handle is at jdlee1135. 1135. Did you hear it? <laughs> yeah. And, but you can also see, um, I mean, I can do a shameless plug. I run an artist residency in Vermont called the sable project s-a-b-l-e okay, okay um and that is hopefully going to be more of my income which right. i didn't mention before it's right. not work here in the city but it right. is administrative work in our off season right um and so you can see um more of the work i do and more about me if you go to our website for sable okay. um i feel like that's just as part of my identity as something for myself is. <laughs> cool 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 
Be sure to check out Jessica and be sure to tune in to the next eight episodes yes. to get up close and personal. We talking about it, y'all. Money. It's going to be great. Money. It is. I'm so excited. So much. I'm so many people. So um, honored to be able to have this conversation and to share this conversation. And I hope um, just give resources, like I said, that it, like I've said on the podcast before, that I didn't have. So mm-hmm. as always, I want you to make it live. I want you to make it breathe. I want you to count some coins in there to count them because if something is missing you can notice but as always i just want you to make it bye guys thanks katie bye bye now a note from slm dances this episode of we making it is part of a mini series highlighting the body business stories of sydney l mosley dances creative partners slm dances is a new york city-based dance theater collective that works in communities to organize for gender and racial justice through experimental dance performance. In sharing their stories with you, SLM hopes to make plain their needs as dance artists and inspire you and all SLM Dances community members to think and act from a place of abundance, empathy, and urgency. SLM Dances is fundraising to build our power as a collective. Our goal is 10,000 by December 31st, 2019 please visit SLM Dances website at slmdances.com. That's S-L-M-D-A-N-C-E-S.com to join SLM Dances community and become a donor. Keep in touch with SLM Dances fundraising efforts by following us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, all at SLM Dances and the hashtag SLMD Body Biz with a Z 10K.